Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, it's Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and welcome to another episode of Be Unique's Unscripted, where we talk to artists, musicians, performers, and business professionals. My name is Tony Taylor, I'll be your host for this evening. You know, you could spend your Thursday nights anywhere, and we are excited you're spending it with us. The conversation is cool, it's calm, and it's casual. You can also be a part of the conversation by dialing 516-418-5651. Now, before we begin, let's talk about why you need to get on your phone and go to BeUnique.org. That's B-U-N-E-K-E.org. Here's what Be Unique is all about. Our mission is to work today to change tomorrow using digital mediums to connect the world with professional storytelling and media production. We work to educate, inspire, and foster positivity and creativity worldwide through video, audio, and a spectacular literary magazine featuring writers from around the world. The newest Be Unique magazine is out right now, and you can read it online along with Be Unique Brevard magazine, the Space Coast premiere magazine. Be Unique is also a media powerhouse. Not only do you get this incredible podcast hosted by me, Tony Taylor, but 11 other shows. So sit back, get comfortable, and get ready to dial 516-418-5651 with your questions, comments, and whatever else you may want to say. Let's meet our guest. All right. Good evening, everybody. It is Thursday night. It is 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. You're listening to Unscripted. My name is Tony Taylor. I'll be your host tonight. Tonight, I am privileged, honored, and just amazed at the opportunity I have to interview Miss Kimberly DePersia. Now, Miss Kimberly DePersia is a multi-hyphenate creator. That means she's an actress, she's a writer, she's a director, and she's a producer. And she's happy to be back in her Orlando hometown after working in New York City for 17 years. A graduate of the New York University Tisch School of the Arts, she has understudied off-Broadway, performed in New York and regional theater, and is a proud member of SAG-AFTRA. In addition to working in film and TV production for such networks as Showtime, Netflix, and NBC Universal, she has independently produced feature films, web series, shorts, commercials, music videos, and most recently, podcasts. How about that? Kimberly is the co-producer of ENV Pictures, an independent film company and streaming service, and is the head writer of their long-running sketch comedy TV show, The Egos. She is also the founding member of the Tilted Globe Productions, which performs Shakespeare on the bottle at local bars throughout the year. And she has recently directed two short plays for the Playwrights Roundtable. Kimberly will be performing in the Orlando International Fringe Theater Festival in May 2023 in a restaging of the one-act play Marathon, a physically challenging performance piece devised with Teatro del Desio from Italy. Kimberly, welcome to the show. How are you? Hi, thanks so much for having me. This is it's fantastic to to be here. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, it's our pleasure. It is our pleasure. Um, you know, I I I'm sitting here and I'm looking at your resume and the biggest question I have for the evening is where do I begin? So, I'm going to go ahead <laughs> and I'm going to say let's start with your multi-hyphenated uh title. First off, 
Kimberly, you're an actress. Please describe uh, what it's like to be an actress and how did you get into acting? Yeah. So uh, I think that's the perfect place to start because that's kind right. of my my home creativity of, of uh, as an artist. So, um, you know, I... I grew up watching my grandfather perform in community theater um, in Leesburg. Um, and so, like, he, he would perform in all different things. He was, like, the music man. He was in uh, wow. Showboat, you know, Annie, Fiddler on the Roof, Sound of Music. And, you know, I, you know, being, like, a, I was, like, seven or eight starting to watch these, and I, I just fell in love with the stage, and I fell in love with, you know, the music and, and just the storytelling and, and, of course, acting. And I wanted to do it myself, you know. And so, you know, you start out with, like, school plays and other things. And then, um, you know, once I hit high school, I became more serious about it. And I started uh, – I did summers um, at the Orlando Shakes. They had a, um, the yep. Young Company, which um, was summers of just, you know, high school students putting on plays. So that's where I, I, I fell in love with Shakespeare as well. Um, and I, um, you know, performed in The Tempest, King Lear, uh, Troilus and Cressida. And I just, um, it was at the, during those kind of uh, performances and, and experience that, that I, I was like, I want to do this for the rest of my life. I'm in. Um, and so I, I, you know, I had applied for colleges and I got into NYU to School of the that's- Arts, which was like, yeah, I applied. Such a, such a... I applied for that. You're very fortunate. <laughs> Good for you. No, you're very fortunate. No, I, I once the closest I've gotten to Tisch School of the Arts was a uh, tour when I was in New York City. And boy, um, huh. as a film, well, as a film geek and as a film uh, student, I mean that is mm-hmm. the uh, all, you know that is the be all end all for you know mm-hmm. for film uh, studies. But, uh, wow, that's yeah. an amazing accomplishment. But you got into NYU, and then from there? I got into NYU, and I, and I got some excellent training by just some incredible teachers. I, I studied at the Stella Adler Studio and the Classical Studio. Um, and, I, yeah, so when I first graduated, I was, I was all into classical theater. Um, so I actually formed a theater company with a bunch of my classmates, um, and we did a bunch of Shakespeare plays. And we did that for like a year or so. And then it kind of, you know, other people started to get at work and it kind of started to spread out. And, and of course, I started performing other things. I, right. um, I understood the Pearl Theater Company, which is a classical theater um, company, um, twice. Uh, once for the – they always gave me like the most difficult shows. Um, I, I understood <laughs> the Oedipus cycle, which is literally like, you know, all three Oedipus plays, like right. Oedipus right. Rex, and Pygmy, um, and, and, you know, Oedipus at, oh, there's another one. I, I'm blanking on that. And then okay. I under, I understudied um, a production of No Exit, and I understudied both female roles. And the thing you don't know about No Exit, if, if, you, if you don't know the play, it's literally three characters. It's oh, my three gosh. characters. And so I basically understudied, like, two-thirds of the play. Um, unfortunately, I never got to go on, uh, which was <laughs> such a bummer. Um, but we, we had study performances, which was great. So you can invite friends right. and family and do that. But I was, I was on call. Um, I did regional theater in, um, in Tennessee. Um, and, you know, and I, and I focused on theater a lot. And then I started to dabble more and more into film, um, like doing short films and student films. And I really started to connect with the medium, um, 
you know, and, and I started to, you know, uh, perform in, you know, some small, you know, productions of, you know, uh, productions of that. Um, And I, you know, as I guess, you know, I, I'm a doer. And so, you know, if, if things start to, you know, get a little um, cold, I guess, in the world of, of acting, um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm like, okay, well then let's make this happen. You know? And so I started, um, with a wonderful group of friends, we, we created a film, indie film production um, company. Um, we called ourselves Hanging Charlie Productions because we did this 48-hour film project and, and our film. Oh, you did, the 48, you did the 48-hour challenge? Yes. That was film? Oh, okay. I had thinking that, and it was wild. <laughs> wow. Talk about, getting, talk about getting your feet wet. Oh, my gosh. You did the 48 – unless anybody doesn't know – uh, the 48-hour film challenge is you have to write, produce, put together, edit, and make a final product film in 48 hours. And for somebody to just start producing under that type of pressure, wow, Kimberly, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I don't think any of us got any sleep at all. And um, a lot of well, – Oh, there's no real- sleep in that challenge. I've done it before. Yeah, you you get no sleep with the forty-eight hour film challenge. No, not at all. Yeah, not at all. And well, we got we got we made it to the best of of the the showing in New York. So we kind of we we the cream of the crop for our first time. It was amazing. No um, kidding! Wow. Yeah, it's great. I mean, it you know it's available online if you Google it. Um, it's Hanging Charlie. Um, it's a dark comedy. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna and, definitely uh, write that down. Hanging Charlie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, I will uh, have to check that out. Yeah. Um, and, but but anyway, so, so with that kind of uh, momentum, like we just started producing more things, and, and right. what I found is, you know, as an actor, you're kind of beholden to the forces that be, you know, in terms yes. of if you get work, you know, you feel like kind of like a beggar, you know, just looking for scraps sometimes. Ugh. And <laughs> the great thing about producing your own work is that you can literally devise characters. You can devise stories. Right. You can tell right. the type of world that, um, that you want. Um, you know, like we followed up that with like a web series um, and I got to play this really quirky character um, that was just so fun to play. And that was, you know, literally, you know, written for me, which is fantastic. And and kind of once you get that power, I guess to say, um, sure. it, it is extremely empowering. Um, and, is. you know, and I threw myself into the process. Um, you know, I thought I was like, should I go to grad school to learn producing? And, and I was like, hmm. Well, I'll just like buy a bunch of books and start getting experience. So I started getting, I started like hopping around on different like film sets. Um, the best, that's and, the best. Kimberly, that 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 any director will tell you, the great late Stanley Kubrick would tell you as well. The best way, the only way, the greatest way to learn how to make a film is to make a film. Um, I'm a film school graduate, and um, mm-hmm. I'm looking back on it now. Um, with all the experience that I've had over the last decade and a half, um, I, I, the best education I ever got was being a production assistant as my first mm-hmm. gig going into a set, because that is really the only way you learn. And um, you can go to school as much as you want. I don't downplay school. I think school is real important. I think it's a great networking mm-hmm. device. But 
um, the only way to really, really learn how to make a film is exactly what you're doing, which is getting in mm-hmm. there and getting your hands dirty and making films. And that is yeah. why you have this incredible resume. But I want to ask you something. Do you, mm-hmm. do you consider acting, though, your foundational art? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the great thing about, um, like, acting is, you know, you learn how to prepare and build worlds. So especially as a writer, um, you know, you know, you know how characters react, you know, right. objectives and scene objectives and, and other things like that. So it all ties into it as well. And uh, I think, you know, having a producer hat, as you know, and, and filmmaker hat as well, if you're coming from an acting, you know, you know what's going on in front of the camera. And so right, as a producer, right. so much that's behind it, but also having the idea of what's on camera as well, you know, it gives perspective. So I'm, I always feel like um, when I have other actors on camera, if I'm not performing in a scene or anything, like I, I, I'm there also as an actor. Like, I'm like, what do you need as an actor um, right, in, in addition right. to um, Which it, leads me to it leads me to my next question is do you think it's important for a director to know about acting? Definitely, definitely, and, and you know, and I, and I know at least um, you know a lot of the directors that I've worked with, and especially like if you do go to film school, they they have like some acting classes that can direct, directors can take. Um, I think I think it's important to to know like. I mean, I, and honestly, the more information you have when it comes to being on a film set, the better. Like going right. back to what you're saying, a production assistant. You know, when I I, I worked for um, a few years um, uh, in in like studio films and and, and network television. Right. Right. So I, and I worked at the production office. So I started out as a production as an office PA, and then I I was eventually. Oh, a production we can share some grief stories, can't we? Oh, boy. I'll tell you, you know, I had a friend of mine, Derek, that I started up in the ranks with, and he says, Tony, you know what a PA is? And I said, I said, Derek, what's a PA? He says, it's a poor asshole. That's what he said. (laughs) Because nobody seems, yeah, nobody seems to understand, um, unless you do it, you know, exactly what is entailed with being a PA. I mean, am I kidding or not? Yeah. Oh, exactly. I mean, you're just doing anything. I mean, a lot of the, I mean, most of my days consisted of getting lunch orders, picking up the lunch orders, distributing the lunch orders and fixing the problems of the lunch orders when they weren't correct. Exactly. Have you ever, did you ever realize up until that point, uh, how picky Mm -hmm. can a person be about their lunch? (laughs) Oh, I well previously before that i waited tables so i i knew oh you knew yeah oh okay so you had you had better experience than i did i had a director who uh Mm -hmm. uh, every morning had to start his day with a mrs smith cookie so every day we had to be down at mrs smith's to pick up his (laughs) particular pecan cookie that he enjoyed there was only one mrs smith uh cookie place in Orlando, which was at the old fashioned square mall. Um, Uh but, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you never realize that until you start, you're a PA and you start taking lunch orders and you start trying to fill those orders. (laughs) 
strange how there's always like that one thing. Like I remember there's this one producer that I worked for and like he liked these kettle chips. And so his assistant in the office, like, like always had to stock like their desk with the chips. And then we also had his desk stocked with the chips. Yes. And like we were all awareness of like how many chips, how many bags of chips were there. (laughs) (laughs) like, this is ridiculous. You know, and then and then what's what's really what's really eye opening is when you try to explain to people what you do and mm-hmm. what's entailed in your job, and you know it's like really a chip, really potato chips. That's that's <laughs> yeah. a, you're 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 dealing with a multi million dollar production, and it all hinges on a particular kettle chip. Really, I don't know. Yep, it doesn't make I, sense. I, it, yeah, but you do learn a lot being in that. And I remember no, when I you first do. started, you do. the product, my production coordinator that I, I followed through a lot of productions. Um, she she was like, you know, the production office is the best way to learn about it is. a film set because you interact with every single, yep. you know, every single department. And then when I I was um, when I was elevated to production secretary, I was literally, you know, you know, we we type up, we make sure oh, the calls. you were the heartbeat. You were the yeah, heartbeat of the set. Mm-hmm. You so it's just like, were. oh yeah, yeah. I mean, if that call sheet is not distributed, people do not know where to go, especially if you have hundreds <laughs> of people that would get lost. Oh man. You know, oh, but I, <laughs> I also worked as like a background extra a lot, and I did stand-in work too. So I also uh, had like that perspective. I just had all my, I had my fingers in every single pot almost you know um <laughs> just which, learning which, as much no, as I but, but that explains yeah. a lot that really does explain a lot Kimberly because I mean mm-hmm. being a actress and then now a writer and director and producer obviously those mm-hmm. fingers were in the right pot because you obviously yep. got an education yeah definitely and and you just you continue to use it and and grow and evolve as you produce so so like right so now I have a um, a production company, NV Pictures, um, that, that you um, introduced. And, uh, you know, we're based out of Florida, you know, in Orlando. And we started in New York and we okay. moved down a couple of years ago. And, um, yeah, and that, I mean, it's, it's basically basically two of us manning the show. We have a wonderful team of actors that we uh, – of actors and writers that we collaborate with for, um, for like, the egos and other sketches and, and, and films that we've been working on. But it's it's just a two person operation, so you know you definitely take on so much. You know, um, you know I kind of fall into the realm of um, you know uh, uh, of course you know I'm the head writer, and then I also right. work on her costumes and props and locations. You know, all of that is is set all the logistics stuff, which I love. You know, right. it can be tedious, get crazy at times, but I just love making sure that all the details are set. So that, you know, you can just walk on set and, and as much as possible as you can control is preset. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I guess right. that goes back to theater where, like, you always want to check your props. You want to make sure you have, like, your entrances. You know where everything oh, be. And then you go and you just kind of run it. You know, it's obviously very different theater versus film. You know, film, sure. you don't have solid rehearsal ahead of time. But, um, but yeah, in terms of that, and then Alex, um, 
our Wagner, uh, my partner, uh, you know, he's, he's a man just doing all the technical, the camera directing, just right. really making sure that like it looks and sounds great. And, and, you know, we both collaborate on editing and getting that out. But um, I feel like every single production or project I work on, I like, I like eat up another skill. You know, I'm like, right, I'm like right, a, absolutely. A no, no, I, absolutely. <laughs> so, hey, which yeah. which hat, which hat, as an actress, writer, director, producer, which hat mm-hmm. do you enjoy the most wearing? Um, I mean, definitely. I mean, that's you know, a tough question. I, have, I know. Yeah, it's hard. Uh, you know, I I always default to acting as well, but I I will give us a really close second to uh to writing because I okay. I just love. Like I did too. You know, it's it, the creative aspects of things. So I, I feel like those, you know, just really world building and, and being able to like invent and 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 create create imaginative imaginative worlds and characters and everything like that. But acting's always been my 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 number one love, I guess. <laughs> so now, yeah. as a director and producer, though, as a director and producer, mm-hmm. that's really kind of two different mindsets. Um, how do you yeah. coordinate the two? What's your method of doing that? Um, you know, I think it, the difference is, I think, when, when directing, it's when you're working with the actors and you're there and you're creating it. I feel like the producing okay. is, is kind of what I said. It's, you know, it's kind of like making sure that everything has to happen in order for the creativity to happen. So making sure that, like, people arrive to set on time, the costumes, right. the props, and everything. Right. And then the direct- directing is playing, you know? You really kind of get to play around. Um, I feel like p- producing is the hard work that isn't always – I feel like it, it – I mean, sometimes people appreciate it, sometimes people don't. Um, you know, it depends how seamless you can make it. Sometimes if it's too seamless, then right. people don't right. understand how hard work went right. into it. Right. But, um but yeah, I mean, yeah, I feel like, yeah, directing, it's just putting on that fun play hat and being like, all right, all the prep stuff is done. Let's just zero in and, and, and make, you know, fun stuff happen. And, you know, being so much from an acting background, I love right. being able to pull things out of actors and just really help them, you know, discover moments and shine and just explore things and, um, and, and create and be bold. So. Yeah. Right. How long now? How long have you? I mean, when you were acting, um, mm-hmm. when did you decide? I mean, how long was it into your career that you discovered? You know, being behind the camera is almost just as powerful as being in front of the camera. Um. Was Was there a particular play? Was there a particular movie? Was it something that you discovered on your own? How did that work? Um, I- it was it was really when um, with with hanging Charlie Productions and and really uh, you know starting to create the short films and our web series and everything I I kind I noticed that people looked at me in a different way and oh, and I and okay. I different way that in, in a way of suddenly feeling like okay as an actor you're kind of like the low you know even though you're on camera you're kind of some of the least important people on set, really. There's so much bigger stuff that has to happen before an actor right. can come and play. That's um, true. But when you're producing, everyone kind of looks at you with a different type of respect, and it really feels empowering, um, which I can understand yes. why I would go to some people's heads. But, um, 
but there's just this level of feeling like, oh, okay, I'm in charge here. And people value what I can bring to the table because if I'm not doing what I'm doing, nothing will happen. Right. No, (laughs) right. No, you're absolutely correct. You're right. You you really make this stuff happen. And without having a producer, you know, you, you, you know, you could have an actor, you could have a director, but, you know, without that producer making sure people are showing up on time and equipment's on time and all of that, you right. know. It's, right. Yeah, so I, I think that was when I kind of really started feeling the, I don't know, when I was like, okay, this is this feels good. I want to, like, explore this. <laughs> you know, and so I, I did take, I did take, a, like, a, like, two to three years um off from acting to really just focus on on production and everything wow and and then and then I just I missed acting so much and I feel like you know and I was like I can't not do this (laughs) so so I you know so then I so then I dived back into it um yeah coincidentally it was watching the movie La La Land I think oh okay 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 yeah I watched the movie La La Land, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is magic. I mean, I, I love that. It's one of my favorite it movies. Um, it is. It, it's just the magic of Hollywood and, and just dreams and hopes and, you know, all that stuff that, that whisks people off to want to, wanna, you know, be involved in the entertainment industry. And, you know, I think a lot of times you can get dragged down into um, the muck, you know, because it is right. a lot of hard work. It's a lot of hours. There's a lot of pettiness there's a lot you know there's a there's a lot of not nice things about the industry but at the core of it True. is this all creative imaginative world where you can just you know make and your Damien, dreams come true damien giselle did such an incredible job with la la land uh and in mm-hmm. invoking that spirit you know he's got a new one out babylon uh, which is uh yeah, I, I, babylon it's very different than la la land um, it is it is but it moves in the same manic manner that very Lala true. Yeah. did. Yeah, it, it's kind of... two very different films, but both of those films definitely have his stamp on it. And uh, yeah. although I think Babylon's a lot darker than La La Land, mm-hmm. um, I, 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 it, it's still a world, and it's like what you do as a director-producer. It's a world-building experience. And mm-hmm. Damien Giselle definitely, definitely does that in his productions. Um, but let me ask uh, you this. Um, mm-hmm. There's a, what kind of, how is the pressure of being an actor different than being a director producer? Cause you do both and you've experienced yeah. both situations front in front and behind the camera. What kind of pressure mm-hmm. is it that an actor goes through that you think is different than when you're directing or producing? Um, as an actor, you kind of have to please all a bunch of different gatekeepers, I guess. You know, like basically as an actor, you have to, you know, you have to audition most likely. You have to get hired. So you have to prove yourself in an audition, right? right. You have to right. prove yourself um, on set. It, it's constantly like, improving yourself and I feel like sometimes mm-hmm. as an actor you can feel like oh man if I don't get this one line right I will mess everything up <laughs> you know because especially yeah. on a film set because yeah you know on a film set they're, they're working to make sure the lighting's good you know the sound's good you know the the backdrop the background actors are fine and yes. you know you don't want to 
one person that messes up right. a take. Right. Right. <laughs> right. So, and and but you're so, also you're forgetting too. You also on top of all of that have to make your mark. That is yeah. always an achievement that I feel I just I'm always amazed by that. That with all of that going on with an actor or actress, they've got to make that mark. Because if they don't make mm-hmm. that mark, the entire shot is screwed. You yeah, know? yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it, that that used to you know that and also continuity. So yes. like ugh, especially if you're like eating or doing anything with your hands um, right. as an actor. That drives me nuts as an actor because I, I also I, I worked um, on an indie production as a script supervisor. I, I know you mentioned uh, you mentioned oh, that. Oh, so yeah. that that was your job was continuity. Yeah. So, so yeah. So as an act, so it's like as an actor, you're very aware, and I think that was why I was really good as a script supervisor is because you know as an actor, you're like okay, I pick it up with my right hand. All right, and then every single take on this line, I got to pick it up or else it's going to screw up the editing. And, 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 you know, now that I also edit, um, uh, yeah, it, it, it drives me nuts. You know, I mean, we, we film very, um, very quickly. We have a very quick um, style of, of production filming with Envy. Um, so sometimes we have moments where the continuity is just not there. And it drives me nuts because I'm like, I right, know this right, is an actor. Right. But sometimes, you know, you're on set and it just, you know, it just it just flows, and you're like, all right, that 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 was the take, and and, and you know, it was, actors were good, and we'll just figure out the editing later. Um, so I think as an actor, you really feel like the pressure of making sure that you're pleasing everyone because you want to make sure that not only do you get hired, they ask you back, or you move on up. It's always pleasing people, and I feel like as a director and producer, it's you, you just have to make things happen and make it good. So it's like right. you control, you're, you are the one in charge, right. but that comes right. with a completely different pressure because at the end of the day, it's, it's the buck falls to you, right? Right, right. Um, well, that but, and the AD. I mean, let's not forget the AD. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Please don't forget the AD because that's my position. But <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying that it it, it is uh, a different kind of pressure. Uh, but you were saying, oh. I mean, the buck stops with the director. And yeah. that's, a, that's a lot of load to have on your shoulders. How do you take that? Um, you know, I think it's more than anything, it's having a good team. You know, okay. I, I've worked on so many different productions. The one, yeah, it's like, you know, you could work on a production for $0 and have – such an amazing right. better time than you would in a production where everyone's getting paid like thousands of dollars. It's Absolutely. The yep. energy, just you want people that want to be on set or want to be on stage. Absolutely. Wanna, and, you know, when you, when you get that collaboration of people that are just so excited to be there and just want to just, you know, know do that. the best they yep. can, magic happens. You know, it's, it's, it's difficult when sometimes you feel like you're hurting sheep or something and you're like, you know, which right. I, I, I have, I haven't found that, you know, I have to say being, being in Florida again, um, I, I just love the talent and, and everyone that I've, that I've been working with down here. You just, people just love to create down here and they yes. love to be involved. Yes. They want opportunities to, to do that. So I just find yep. such this wonderful energy where, you know, I mean, in New York, like everyone's trying to get the next best thing. So sometimes right. you like you work on a project and, and people are just, 
you know, it's just this wave of negativity because everyone is like, well, my next project Jaded. is be better. Right. You know, you, you have a bit of like a mercenary aspect of things where yeah. um, I just I just love the energy down here. I mean, that was one of the reasons why, you know, I, I, I made my move permanent down here again. So, and that, and yeah. that is why we are so happy to have you. Listen, Kimberly, I got to take a real quick break. And when we come back, sure. what I'd like to do is talk about more about what you have in line for the future mm-hmm. with yourself yeah. and with your production company. So if you'll hang out with us for just a couple of minutes, we'll be right back. Perfect. Thanks. Let me ask you a question. Do you prefer coffee or tea? This is a question we ask on our fun and informative millennial talk show called Coffee or Tea, No Phones Allowed. And why do I know? Because I'm Anna. I'm one of the co-hosts. It's a great time. It's a professionally edited weekly series that's free to watch on Be Unique's YouTube channel. That's B-U-N-E-K-E. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode and leave us a comment with your topic or guest recommendations. We love hearing from you. Have you ever read a web article on the internet that really spoke to you? No, I mean really spoke to you. Well, let me tell you about Newsly. Newsly is the new and incredible audio app made especially for iOS and Android. Newsly picks up web articles about the most trending topics throughout the entire internet. And at any given moment, Newsly reads those web articles to you in a natural human voice. Browse your favorite articles from topics you choose Stop scrolling, start playing, start listening, and start learning. And Newsly has podcasts as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 40 countries. Our podcasts, Unscripted, Coffee Candy and Creative, and On Demand are there too. Go to www.newsly.me to download and use Newsly for free now. And if you use promo code BEUNIQUERADIO, all one word and with caps, receive a one-month free premium description. For the first time in the history of the Internet, the web becomes listenable. Listen and learn with Newsly. Unique works to change the world for a better tomorrow using digital mediums to connect the dots of the world through professional storytelling. We have all embracing, all inclusive heart, and are always learning to create new things to revitalize and sustain old things. While recognizing our differences, we use positive and universal thinking to strategize for a positive outcome. We collaborate with people of all distinctions to create a better me, a better you. A better us. By caring for others, there's no room in our hearts for hatred, racism, or egoism. So let our visions heal and keep the promises of what we will be. One day, by living helpful, caring, and happy, healthy, and sensual lives. With the wonderful staff and volunteers at Be Unique, we will continue to pursue that dream by making the world a better place for everyone. From everyone at BeUnique.org to our readers and listeners, Thank you for all your support. There's so much more on the way. Thanks for listening. And remember, the best way to be unique is to just be you. All right. I'm Tony Taylor. You are listening to Unscripted, and we are back with actress, writer, director, producer, 
Kimberly DePersia. Kimberly, thanks for staying with Hi. us. Appreciate it. Um, now, okay. let's. we have oh, heard yeah. about your past. We've heard about your past. We've heard about all of your acting ability and, act, and, and experience as an actress, director, writer, producer. So tell us, mm-hmm. what is in store for us for 2023 with you? Oh, my gosh, so much. So, um, so I am I'm the co-producer of Envy Pictures. Um, we are a streaming platform and production company based right in Orlando here. And um, we have so many different projects coming up. Um, so, first off, we recently launched our um, – our, our streaming service on iPhone and Apple TV. Um, okay. So you can access it there. It's uh, $39.99 a, um, a year and unlimited access. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, we also have our uh, com as well. You can also um, sign up there as well. Um, and we just are busy making projects. Um, so one thing that we've recently started to do is really expand the world of podcasts. Because, as you know, <laughs> podcasts right. are, are just bigger and bigger. Um, you know, you have you have people that make podcasts that are that you know are are basically their own production studios. You know, right. making as funny as as some of the big guys. Um, so, um, yeah. So we have a bunch of podcasts, um, a lot of different things. We have um, one thing we've been doing is uh, no news is news. So Alex and I <laughs> we. Yeah, it's basically like we just sit and we look at all the different news and different sources, um, you know, conservative, uh, liberal, everything in between. Um, And you just kind of comment on it because it's very interesting to get like a wide expanse of like what everyone's saying. I think think we all kind of – a lot of people get stuck in like an echo chamber. So we we just like bounce around in all the different echo chambers and like comment on that. Um, We have a new podcast that um, I'm starting up, and it's um, it's based on a sketch series that um, we've had ongoing for a while um, called The Holidays. And basically, you know, all those like your national holidays, like National Peanut Butter and Jelly Day and uh, (laughs) – Yes. You know – you know, National Plague God Day, like different things like that. Um, so there's so many of them. So um, we've been working on for, for, for a long time um, just each season putting together like a new month. Um, and so we, we, we greenlit it to, to start again um, down here in Florida, and we're starting with January and February and okay. um, hosting a daily podcast. So, so early in the morning. Um, sometime between 6.30 and 7.15 in the morning, whenever I, um, whenever we get the, the technical stuff going well um, and ready to go. <laughs> I'm, I've had my coffee and I've had my breakfast and I'm ready okay. to go. Uh, uh, I'll, um, I'll host the show. Um, it's going to be on Envy. We're going to stream on YouTube and Twitter and uh, all the – lots of different places. And, um, and uh, so I'll start the day off by – you know, talking about all the different crazy holidays that are on the specific day, and then we'll share our sketches. Um, and we have new ones that we're filming. We're actually filming 12 sketches tomorrow. <laughs> so, 12 uh, sketches, yeah. really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it, we work so fast. Um, you know, it, it's interesting because I, I came from working on film sets where there's hundreds of people on set, you know, to, and you work through like three, like four or five pages a day is like a good day. Um, and, you know, both both Alex and I, like, we're like, well, you know, we want to be more, so you can cut through so much of the tape, you know, when it comes to just yeah, creating yeah. and, and 
things in the camera. So, yeah. um, you know, so a lot of this originated from sketches over the past years where we were just filming on an iPhone, you know, and just doing one takes. And uh, over the last couple of years, we've really expanded um, kind of the writing, having an amazing writing team. A lot of them are um, part of the um, Central uh, Writers of Central Florida or Whereabouts group. So shout out That's to right. that amazing group. Um, Absolutely. And, uh, As yeah, a member, and we so appreciate we, it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love going to the open. I go to the open mic almost every month um, as, as barring a conflict. Uh, but um, there, um, it's Stardust. You know, reading off. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Know it well. Yeah, know it well. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so you know, it's just a, a lot. It's kind of like um, you know, it, it's it's sketch comedy. It's working quickly. Um, it's it's having actors prepared, you know, to kind of to know their lines and then just be prepared to improv as well. And and down here oh, in yeah. Florida. Oh, there's such a wonderful improv community as well. The actors that are like, yeah, I've been improving for like. 20 years and you're like that's fantastic um so we shoot very quickly um and we you know it's not always perfect but i I think in a way that's that's the wonderful charm of it because you know i think you know you can make a shot look completely perfect but if it doesn't make you laugh or it doesn't make you cry what's the point you know so you know what (laughs) and you know what i've found too is um there's an expectation you know especially with web series that, mm-hmm. you know, there isn't that huge, you know, Ben-Hur, MGM production expectation. Mm-hmm. You know, there's yeah. a definite uh, credence for, you know, uh, really raw. And, mm-hmm. um, and, 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 and I don't, I don't want to say it's – I don't want to say this, but you understand what I mean. A non-professional feel. Okay, and I don't mean to take away from that, but what I'm saying is there isn't that, you know, big Hollywood production expectation with the Internet. But it gathers yeah. attention, and that's what's amazing is that we have a whole generation mm-hmm. of kids and young people mm-hmm. coming into the scene where that's okay because it depends mm-hmm. on the bottom line. And I know you know this as well. The bottom line is tell me a good story. Make me care. You know, exactly. And if, you, and, and if you do that, you've got mm-hmm. something, right? And, I mean, am, am I correct in thinking that? Oh, complete, completely. And and I'll and I'll add to that. You know, we have such a, you know, we have all these Instagram videos and TikToks right. and everything. Have you have the average person just putting out a video, and and we've kind of become used to this kind of like really bare bones, raw right. way right. of right. Right. content. So it's like, well can't we make like movies that are like that too? Can't we make, you know, uh, short films and, and TV shows and other things that follow that way as well? If, if that's what the audience is gravitating toward, that's what they're watching for hours <laughs> on their phones every single day. You know, why not, why are we throwing so much money? And, and I, I, I mean, I love a good theatrical experience and I think there are many, many movies out there that, you know, working on that are meant to be seen in a theater, True. But I think it's also with the changing of times. It's like, why, why try to stretch yourself so much to make it be in a theater when your audience is watching things on their phone? So it, exactly. it's really, so, so it's just going from that and, and, and like working with a small team, you have less, you know, as you know, when you're working on a production set and there's hundreds of people, you have to wait to make sure that, oh, this yes. particular costume 
this costume director wanted and we have to make sure that's there. And then this person is like, you know, it's like a whole thing. And the more people you have on set, if the, the, the long do anything, you know? So, yeah. so because we yeah. have a small team, you know, it's just, you know, me and Alex that are, that are, you know, here's the props, here's the costumes, here's the location, go, you know, there's no, there's, there's you know, no, I, I, you know, you, you nailed it because I, I was mm-hmm. ADing a film and we had, we spent an entire hour arguing over the color of a tie. Oh, I'll man. never forget that. I'll never forget that. I have crew members standing there, you know, the clock is ticking. You know, mm-hmm. and and we're arguing over the color of a tie. You know, man, that's and, great. Uh, yeah. And well, but that's the business. And you, you know, you're, you're as revolutionary in what you're talking about as it was at the beginning in the heyday of Hollywood, which was you mm-hmm. know everybody escaped out to the West Coast because they didn't want to pay mm-hmm. patent fees that Edison yeah. was charging, and um, mm-hmm. and it it was a Wild West situation. And I think, I mean, do that's- you consider the internet right now an open door for creativity? Uh, 100%. 100%. I really feel like the future is there. Um, I mean, you kind of just look at, you know, a lot of traditional media, like, like the theaters, like the, you know, they definitely got a a hard hit during the pandemic with attendance. And and I feel like it's kind of like, you know, I I don't think they're going to be quite the same ever again. You know, I I think it definitely yeah, it's like people will go out to see like Top Gun Maverick and and Avatar and the big movies, but but right. the smaller ones are you know it, it, it's going to be harder for them to attract an audience. Um, and then you have you know cable and you know the fight with that and of uh, cable versus streaming and everything. Right. Um, right. But honestly, you know the younger generation they're watching YouTube. You yes, know, they are. I mean, yes, they are. It, it, and you got to look where they're, they're watching YouTube, they're on TikTok, they're on Instagram, right. and that's where right. the future viewers are. So you really you have know, to be aware of, of that. Yeah. You're, yeah. No, you're absolutely correct. And in, in about four, three and a half, four years ago, I cut the cable from our house. And mm. I did it by watching what my wife was watching and what my daughter was watching. And mm. I just I wanted to see, you know, if I cut the cable, is this going to be a major traumatic situation in the house? You know, is it, my wife going to go, oh, my God, you can't get rid of this. I got to watch this and, and, and everything. And, and but I sat there and I particularly paid attention to my daughter. She was in high school at the time. Um, mm-hmm. She sat there and watched a one camera set up with a girl explaining how to properly make yourself up and do different things with makeup. And it was just this basic bare bones production, but she spent Mm -hmm. hours watching it. Mm -hmm. And that's where her attention was. And, and, Mm -hmm. and the the point I was getting at was that, you know, having cable wasn't really necessary because that's not where the attention was. But I was also kind of, I don't know, personally disappointed in the sense because I'd spent all this time in film school trying to, you know, trying to get the skills together to make my avatar, to make my, you know, to make my movies. And now this is what everybody's doing and this is what everybody's watching. And Kim, you are in the thick of it. And I, and I think that is an incredible, credible place to be. I mean, you've discovered. You. No, no, no. You've discovered exactly what 
the trend is that's happening now in entertainment, which is, you know, it doesn't have to be Avatar, okay? Mm-hmm. It goes back yeah. to the basic idea of just tell me a story and make me care. And so when yeah. I hear that you're doing 12 sketches in one day tomorrow, okay, I yeah. mean, my God, I mean, that, that is an incredible, you know, um, yeah. caseload. <laughs> you sound so happy and relaxed. I mean, we shot a feature in three days. Uh, oh, my in, gosh. Uh, yeah, we shot, yeah. we shot a, a it was a it was a it was a, a a comedy horror anthology. Sixteen different um, oh vignettes, God. like about Halloween, ghosts, all the different things. And yeah, we shot it over three days, and it was wild. But we did it, and and it's it's very. Whenever I look at, you know, it's like sometimes you you do something, you accomplish something that raises the bar and kind of pinpoints something yes. in your life. Yes. Like you know what. That doesn't seem that difficult because I shot a feature film in three days, you know, That's and amazing. it turned out great. It's available on Envy Pictures. You can watch it on our on our app and everything, and and it's fantastic. I'm and so that app proud is of, again. Can you yeah. remind everybody what that app is again? Envy, E N V. So we're on Apple, um, Apple TV, and also um, iPhone, uh, Apple iOS, and you can also look at us online, um, EnvyPictures.com. Um, E N V, yeah. So um, E N V. Yeah, we're we're. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So uh, oh. yeah. Um, we're continuing to create and and make stuff and and the great thing about yeah being able to work quickly is you generate so much more content and I think that's a, I think that's another thing that that is why we work so quickly is because right. you know these in, if you're an influencer if you're if you're TikTok or Instagram or whatever you know you have to put out like multiple videos a day to really stay mm-hmm, relevant. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so you can't afford to make giant productions of your stuff. You just have to, no. you know, you get your, get your flow down, get your process down and, and just keep running it, you know, and it's taken a while to find our groove, you know, get our gears going in the right direction and make sure like this is the system and we're, we're not there yet. Right. Talk, that's a whole other thing. Like, Oh man. Um, <laughs> so, uh, it, but, but the, you just got to keep pushing yourself, you know, because it, it, yeah, you got to move, keep moving toward where, where the audience is going. Yeah. In our last few minutes with the show, can you please tell me where you see NV productions or NV pictures? I'm sorry. Um, in the next five years, in the next five years, I see us growing. I would love to have, um, like an actual footprint of like a studio space in Orlando where we ah, have a studio and everything you. like that. Um, continuing to grow, um, continuing to build more content, um, you know, having, having uh, films and everything that not only we have in streaming, but we also can do some, you know, bring to theaters as well, you know, for that. Um, and just continuing to just grow and rock it out and continuing to work with more and more people and artists. And the most important thing is, is also creating a living for not just ourselves, but all the artists that we work with. Oh, thank was, you I, so much. Thank you so oh, much. That is, that is I incredible. Mean, I would love to do that because, you know, I, I saw, I have a nine to five outside of this that I, that I juggle sure. everything. So, you know, being able to make a living from what you love Don't is we so all? important. 
exactly. It is. <laughs> so, no, it is. So it I, is. I, and, and well, no, I'm just I'm so excited that mm-hmm. you have chosen Orlando and Florida because we hear so many, you know, all of this, you know, oh, the industry's leaving. It's going to Georgia. You know, what are we going to do? But I think really what has happened is it's brought about people like yourself who have a mm-hmm. definite investment in Orlando and who are mm-hmm. just making things because they love it. And it's mm-hmm. good. And it's good. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. kind of I mean, separated the posers from the real people, you know? Oh, exactly. Like, you you know, um, it's, it's, it's interesting because in New York, you can just walk around and just say you're an actor, say you're a director, right. say you're a writer, and really have nothing to show for it. But you have this aura that you walk around, but, but you could accomplish absolutely nothing, and you get that title. I feel like right. in, in Orlando, in Florida, it, it, you have to create to earn that title. So it's sure. like it's more of like a badge of honor, you know, that you yeah. wear of yeah. like, yes, yeah. I am. I acted in this and this and this and this and this. I'm a director because I directed this. You know, you're actively making yourself what you are. Um, and, right. uh, I mean, I grew up in Kissimmee. You know, I, I, I lived for years in Florida. And, and coming back a couple of years ago was just mind-blowing, the amount of talent explosion and just creativity and art. Can I ask you something? Yeah. I ask you something? What brought you back to Florida? Um, you know, a, a couple things, you know, I mean, it, it, it all started, you know, the pandemic and, and New York really kind yeah. of shut down and, um, sure you know, like studios closed up and it was just, um, you know, the entire industry shut down. Um, and, you know, my, my dad actually, he's, he's totally fine now, um, but he, he had a really bad case with, of COVID um, oh, in sorry. January 2021. Oh, thank you. He made it through. He was fine. Um, but he, uh, he was in the hospital, he was in the hospital for... He was on a on a ventilator for forty three days. It was oh a lot. Oh my god! Oh man! Yeah. So so like Alex and I, we just packed up everything. We just moved down because I'm like, no matter what, I have to be close to my family. You know, I, I have a remote job situation. So, right. um, you know, and, and it came time. You know, after my dad recovered and everything, you know, I started looking around and 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 I and and I was as I was as mentioning before, I was just blown away by the amount of creativity and the amount of beautiful yes. art and the yes. love of being a part of creativity and art that that's just here. Um, and, and then, and the people that I started to work with, you know, I, I really feel like um, the, the roots that have started to embed in where I'm at now um, are just wonderful. And, and, and I, and I, I couldn't think of anything you know, when you look and you're like, you look back at New York, you know, that, that, that was one chapter, you know, this is a whole new chapter and it's so exciting um, to just be able to, you know, it's a chapter that I get to write myself, you know, right. Um, right. reading and producing and, and everything. And it's terrifying. It's, it's absolutely, oh, you know, I can't tell, you know, it, it's stressful. It's, it's crazy. It's hectic, but as, it's, I love every moment of it. <laughs> so, um, and, and so it just, it just felt like it, the past seems in New York, at least for me, um, and the future is here in Orlando. It really is. Oh, um, we are honored think- to have you. We are honored to have you. And I tell you, um, okay. people that have 
your kind of passion and your kind of drive and your kind of creativity is going mm-hmm. to definitely create something for Orlando, and it probably already has. And um, and you can't so, get that. I, I know exactly what you're saying about it, you know New York and, and California because um, mm-hmm. it, it, you have that attitude. But here it's something special, and here it's something mm-hmm. that not everybody's doing or can do, but you're doing it, mm-hmm. and that yeah. is amazing. That is amazing. So I've got to ask you. Um, an hour definitely was not enough time to speak with you, <laughs> so I hope you'll consider coming back on. And letting us know what's yeah. going on with ENV or NV Pictures, yeah. and uh, I, yeah. I have enjoyed our conversation. I hope you have, and uh, and I appreciate you being here. And 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 as a as a film, as a member of the film community here in Central Florida, um, it's really uh, heartwarming to hear you say the things that you're saying as a producer, because uh, we definitely have a, an incredible creative community here in Orlando, Florida, and um, it, 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 it's dying to be heard, and you're allowing that to happen, and uh, I personally am extremely appreciative of that. Thank you so much. Um, oh, you're it really welcome. is. It really is a pleasure to hear that, and again, I, you know, I, I, I want to invite you back on the show, and uh, I want to thank you for spending your Thursday evening. I hope everybody enjoyed it. Um, I know that if you weren't able to call in that you'll catch it on a podcast and please please Kimberly tell us where people can reach you okay um, you can reach me I have my website Kimberly um, you can find me on Twitter uh, at K to Persia. I have an Instagram at Kimberly to Persia. I put my name on everything um, you, if you <laughs> Google me, I'm the only person with my name so that's true <laughs> that's me, true always- so, um, and envypictures.com. We also have an Instagram and at envypictures, Twitter at envypictures. So, you know, either that or envy or me, you'll find what I'm working on. Um, uh, whatever I'm working on is, is there. So, yeah. Okay. Well, Hey, I want to say good luck to you. Break a leg tomorrow on your 12 sketches. I hope it goes well. And I want to wish you a wonderful rest of your evening. And, uh, thank you so much again for joining us. I appreciate it and have a wonderful night and a great shoot tomorrow. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, and have a good night as well. Thank you. Have a good night, Kimberly. Thank you so much. All right. Bye. Bye.